welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Real Life with Nisha D. And I am your host, Nisha D. Good morning, Thomas. How are you? Oh, I'm blessed. Blessing highly for how you doing this morning. I am great. I'm doing very well. Waiting on Bridget to come in. Um, trying to make sure that she get the message. Um, how are you? How is the family? How's everything? How how has life been treating you since the show? Well, since the last time I've been on your show, I can't lie, life has been treating me very, very, very um, you know, of course I go through my things like everybody else. <laughs> Got my ups and downs, but for the, uh, you know, so far, you know, so good. Trials and tribulations make us stronger. Again, you have my deepest condolences and sympathy for the loss of your mother. I know that's a burden that no one really wants to carry, but it's a cross that we all must carry one day. Right. So you have my deepest condolences how are the kids how the kids doing oh the kids they do got them um i got them with me this weekend so um there i got them you know they just woke up not too long ago and tell them to keep it down and i said dad got an interview this morning so they doing real good i'm pretty sure they can't wait for their little beautiful but for right now they just gonna have to patiently wait oh thomas (laughs) <laughs> this weekend, I plan on just wearing joggers and and um, t-shirts around the house. I don't plan on doing anything. Like, I really need to, like, catch up on my rest because every weekend I'm always gone. And I know those kids are just ready to go. It's rodeo time. It's it's a go-go. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to give Bridget a few more minutes to um to come in trying to give her a few more minutes so um i, I wanted to talk about sub, being submissive in the year of 2022 do you think it's still relevant that um we as male and female species be submissive good morning what welcome welcome bridget welcome to the real life Anisha D. um Thomas, this is Bridget. Bridget, this is Thomas. Nice to meet you. Likewise, likewise, Miss Bridget. How you doing this beautiful Saturday morning? I'm, I'm good and it is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I wanted to, uh, I was talking to Thomas about this being submissive in the year 2022. And I'm going to ask you a question from a female perspective and from a male perspective from Thomas because I think that a lot of times um, people really don't know the meaning of submissive no I they a, don't I had, absolutely don't I had a guy tell me something that was strange it's like re- really strange and I was like uh, no your whole interpretation is like really wrong but what I was asking was do you think that being submissive in 2022 is still relevant or do you think people can still be submissive or what is your definition of submissive? Okay. Well, first of all, when you're being submissive, it, it's uh, two people 
that are in a committed um, relationship. Um, uh, preferably marriage, but I think you can be submissive also in a, you know, if you're in a committed relationship. Um, that's two people who are supporting one another and they have a common cause, um, supporting their common cause and they are submitting themselves, you know, into the relationship of each other. But I know more specifically when we speak of submissiveness, we're speaking on the woman's part. But I think it, I think, um, it applies to women and it applies to men also within a relationship and just being submissive that's you're you're being supportive of the greater good of the relationship Hmm. and very interesting i like that perspective thomas like what do you think submissiveness is for a male Thomas. Am I here? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What do you think is your perspective on being submissive as a male perspective? Because Bridget stated that submissiveness should go both ways. What if you what is your perspective on this? What do you feel about being submissive in a relationship? Or yeah, I, I I love some of the things that she was touching on. I kind of I kind of agree with her uh, her philosophy, um, uh, outlook on submission. My 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 definition and my little philosophy of submission is 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 basically the same. It's just like because I I kind of lean my wisdom on biblical topics. You know why mm-hmm. why you know why submit to your husband? Husband submit to your wives also. And submission is exactly like she said. You're just submitting. You're submitting to one another. Your submission is something that we do all the time. I mean, you go to work, you submit to your boss. You know, we we know what submission is, but some some way we kind of like try to label it or step out of it. I think the real problem with submission these days is a lot of us are meeting people that we don't want to submit to. So that's right. What a problem, and everybody's getting confused. It's not a confusion. Just don't. We're just meeting people we don't want to submit to. So, right. Some people are getting connected to people they don't want to submit to, and so now you got a wildfire going on, and everybody's questioning something that we already know the answer to. You know, we we know how to submit at work. Nobody's gonna go to work and hey, I need you to do this. No, I'm not gonna. Well, that's not submitting to your boss. That's that's not submitting to the authority. You know, you know, God wants to submit to His word. We know if we did something that God didn't want us to do. That's not coming to this word, you know? So we know right from wrong and wrong from right. So submitting to a woman, like a woman submitting to the man, it's the same thing, vice versa. Um, I feel a woman is gonna get, she can't submit to a man that she doesn't respect at all. So I think the main thing is, um, I feel, you know, women need to just kind of pick and men need to pick. Uh, a better quality of a person for themselves and if you respect the person if you believe in a person then you can submit to that person but if you don't respect the person and believe to them try not to get attached to them and you don't have to worry about the submission frustration at all you don't have to even go through that that miracle mm. 
Well, I think because I, I mean, I really just want to get right, really into it. I think a lot of times in in these last couple of years, since social media has blew up and there there has been a bigger platform, you see more married men being being married and they loving their wife on 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 Facebook, all these different social medias, right? But then in the messenger, they're telling you how beautiful you are. And I had one guy yesterday, the nerd, ask me if I could be him and his girlfriend, him and his wife's girlfriend. I said, no, sir. I said, I don't mess with married men. I don't want to marry men. And I'm very, very, very selective about who I give my vagina to. So (laughs) I... I, I don't want that. Like the nerve of you. Like you're gonna tell me if I could be your girlfriend, you and your wife girlfriend. So it, it makes well, we're not living in biblical times right now because these people are not under any type of law. Because mm-hmm. they don't represent, they do not represent marriage, they do not represent relationships. I, I I've learned, and this is what I've been telling my um my younger sister. Until a man is committed to me, committed to me alone, we are not in a relationship. So therefore, I'm not going to submit to you. I'm not going to give you wifely duties, cooking for you, washing your clothes, cleaning for you. If we have not sat down and, and put a label on this relationship, because I, for one, know for a fact that I am wife material, but I am tired of giving benefits to men that are not my husband so I cannot right. submit to someone like that and this man told me that um, when he think of submission he thinks about when a woman have to bark like a dog and I was brother <laughs> you've been watching too much of uh, coming to America so I mean that's just how I feel about it Bridget can you share some of your experiences um, with the submission thing, previous relationships or current relationships. I know you're not dating, but I'm just giving the audience some things that they can intake on what's going on with the word submission and what is defined by from different people's perspectives. Well, first of all, I agree with everything both of you all have said so far. Um, and especially you, Nisha, because it's like people today they have they're not governed by anything and it's like if you if there aren't any rules in place it's gonna be chaos Mm. so i don't know why we can't just start with the divine rules um i mean it's it's just kind of out of control people husbands don't want to be husbands or you know like you said there there'll be husbands in public but in private you know they're trying to be somebody else's boyfriend or side piece or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy, though. And I and I feel like you do um, as far as the submission goes. I don't care if I'm dating a dude or whatever. Until we become committed, there is no submission. And like Ken said, you know, in order, you know, in you know, it had in order for there to be submission, it, it, it just has to be an order of things. You know, we can't, I can't submit to somebody that I don't respect. And I think a lot of times with women, 
I think sometimes either they don't understand that part or maybe they want to talk that part, but you have to get a man that you respect. And if you don't respect him, keep moving. That's not your guy. Yeah. You know, that's not your guy. If you find that what this guy says to you is annoying or, you know, you don't think he's that smart or you can't, um, he can't lead you or you can't be led by him. That's not your dude. Keep moving. Mm. Oh, that you know, leadership, that's, that's, bro. That's, that's not your dude. Ooh. You know, and he and he might be a you know he might be a decent man, but he's not the man for you. Right. You can't submit to him. Keep going. You know, and I don't know that. I mean, that's me. I I um, if I feel like you know, oh, this is not a dude here that I can listen to or whatever or you know this he's not respectable you know he, he he's not the one there's no sense of wasting your time on him right oh I totally Thomas. what yeah i totally agree um, I, I i agree um i agree completely um i think um the the problem with uh, a lot of us now and it's it's it's, it's men and, and women including mm-hmm. we both to blame is I want to just pick it back on what she was saying. It's like we, how to put it, people meet people, uh-huh. and you know that this is not the person for you, but we we still entertain it instead, yep. of, instead of keep moving like she she just said. See, right. we keep moving. We avoid a lot of frustration, a lot of time, a lot of things. Why? Because. I, I agree. You can't. You're not going to submit to somebody that you're not in a. You know, you don't. You're not in a labor relationship. There's no submission. You don't submit to people you first meet. You, you don't submit to people you're getting to know. That's a. Oh, that's, that's say a, that's that again. Rewind. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't submit to people that you're getting to know. Oh, right. I love right. that. I love it's, it's, no, it's, it's no structure. This is a get to know phase anyway, and and, and we're not policing each other, at, at you know at this state or anything like that. Submission is. It's a capital. It's like we're coming into the capital of the relationship. Okay, we reached a peak, you know, so we're going to put a title on this. We're in agreement. We verbally communicated what we're going to do, how this is going to play out, what direction we're going to move in. And then at that point, we agreeing to submit. Now, after this verbally communication has been, you know, on both parts, been submitted to, like, okay, now you're at a new destination. So for people who break this, that's like your own promise towards each other. So for the guys who out there tiptoeing on their wives, I mean, mm-hmm. women who doing the same thing, I mean, uh-huh. you, you, you're breaking your own covenant, you know. So if you you're in agreement with somebody to to do something, act a certain way, you gotta stick to that or verbally communicate. Hey, look, I don't want no more. I'm I'm, I'm tired. I'm thinking about because we are entitled to change our mind. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's hard as it is for people to take. You could be with somebody and if you want to ch- change your mind and some changes, but communicate with that person. You know, be fair with that uh, person. You don't have to play people. You don't have to deceive right. people. You could just communicate. They don't have to like it. I'm pretty sure they won't, but the communication is there. You don't have, it's a certain way that you can do everything and just maneuver in a nice, healthy, healthy, healthy fashion. But no, we, we're not submitting to people we're getting to know. Um, that's that's ridiculous like you know i don't i don't know you, I, you know, who submits to a stranger you know right. i don't go I, outside I, of, yeah I, I totally agree with that um 
in case in point, like you both said about getting to know someone, you know, submission is is something for someone that that has earned that right, right? You gotta right. earn that right for me to submit to you. But also, if you show me who you are in the beginning, how can I submit to a person that has proven to me time and time again you are a liar, you are a cheater, you are a narcissist. Um, you cannot communicate well, but you make time for everything else except for the person or persons you stated that you're going to be in this relationship with, this lifelong marriage, and you're going to submit. You made a vow before God, before your family. People just don't get it. And I always tell people, y'all under this new law, this new law, this new law that people have created this facade because under the old law where I'm from it's all about being honest being truthful up front if you know that you are a whore say it hey I'm a whore and it's a way you can do that too and and that's all I like I mean I like being a whore if you know I don't know what (laughs) this may come into but you know if you are the one that God has for me then you are the woman that can change my life. Be honest about that. And if a woman say, you know, I just want to fuck, you know, that's all. I just want to <laughs> fuck. I don't want no ties. I don't want. I don't want anything. Therefore, you you being that covenant that you made to yourself about about being truthful, about being honest. You're letting people know, hey, I this is who I am, right? This is who I am. I'm not sugarcoating anything. What you see is what you get. But nowadays. Everybody wants to play masquerade and be on social media. Lord have mercy. I, I mean, I, you are. I, for one, I, I, for one, I'm like, you could not possibly meet and connect with this many people in a calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> not in being on your grind at the same way. Like no, I know some. I I know someone, and uh, it's the woman. I know her, and I think she's done pretty well for herself financially, or whatever. And I think, I think what it is is she finds other people who seem to have done financially well, and they just kind of, you know, get together or whatever. And you know, I'm looking at them, and I'm like. Nah, this isn't the one. But it's like, oh my God, you you keep meeting. I mean, I just don't understand how you keep connecting with people so fast. The and same I mean, people? no, different people. It's like that's what no, I'm saying. No, the same like, energy, the same energy of the people. Probably, I, I, it probably kind of boils down to well, I will, money. I would, I would go ahead money and. Answer that. If you Money, mind. prestige. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I can answer that for you uh, without even knowing because, um, you know, at the end of the day, what we all got to face is a person's character. Uh, and you're going to, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you know, and and for people who's going to listen to this and, and enjoy this, you know what I'm saying? Characters is what you are when nobody's around, when nobody's looking. You know, you want right. this car, you're going to leave a note. You know, or you're a liar when you can get away with the lie. You know, if you got an opportunity to steal, or you're a thief, this this is character. So at the end of the day, this is what we have to face. You know, I don't really pay attention. 
to too much but if a person is jumping from person to person and not taking a break and um working on self then the chances of them attracting a different quality person is damn near impossible so would you say that because <laughs> I, I Bridget to tell you I'm a firm believer of taking care of your mental health acknowledging mm-hmm. traumas that mm-hmm. have um erupted in your life that you only put band-aids on band-aids on that's what <laughs> um <laughs> because that's what it sounds like you know I I know women who like Bridget say they just go they keep going and going and going and going and going they marry the men that reminded them of their exes <laughs> the same quality same traits if it walks well, like a duck and it quacks like a duck it's a duck how can you expect the man to be submissive to you and you submissive to him when both of y'all have not healed from past and previous relationships or the right. trauma from the mother the trauma from the father a lot of times I, I was telling this guy you are because I meet a lot of people and I, and he was saying that everybody um, act the way their household was I said that's not true I said you cannot say that every person in that household acts just like the people that lived in that household I said because some people grew up with pimps, players, hustlers and drug dealers and other people grew up with crackheads um, father mm-hmm. beaters and, and some grew up with two parents home that truly loved them and and, then they- and respected them that's what they grew up in I say so just because if a child witnessed their parents smoking crack and she seen the term uh, the, the the sheer destructment of before her eyes and she made a vow that she's not going to do that do you right. think that that's right to just put her in that hole and say she's going to be like her family Right. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not right, but at the end of the day, who cares what they think? Because right. it's still not going to determine what their future is anyway. Right. Exactly. You know, the outlook of a person or opinion of any man or woman never dictated no man, woman, future on earth in all existence, period. Can you, you know, say we, that again? We just, we, just, we just feel it does. It, it might sting a little bit when you, you know, you're, you're your so-called homegirl, you know, do something or your so-called homeboy say something about you and you get worried about something. Yeah, it stings because, you know, the pain is there because you had a real love for the person. But it's not going to dictate anything. It's not. It's, it's not going to dictate anything. And, um, nah. <laughs> that's, that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> Reggie? Like, I'm not worried about people's opinions. Like. No, I agree with, I agree with, with, uh, what Ken was saying. It doesn't, Thomas. it doesn't dictate. I'm sorry. Why does but okay, but my but my oh it does say Thomas. I'm sorry. I've been thinking <laughs> kid all morning. Forgive me. Thomas, forgive me. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I do agree. I, I think uh, people can make their own personal choices because here lately I've run into a couple people and we were talking about some things and they were like, you know, that's kind of like how I grew up. And I'm like the complete, oh, which I can see, you know, they're like, I'm the complete opposite of that. And I'm like, yeah, I do see. And then I know people personally, like you were saying, you know, they may have been brought up you know, by this type of parent or whatever, their parent may may have been addicted to drugs or 
sold drugs or just had a, were about their street life and then the people are the complete opposite and then I know some people where they were brought up in a two-parent household good parents and they haven't done anything good in their whole adult life (laughs) so it's you know it's the individual because what affects one person one way it affects another the next person another way that's right so it's you know it's just all about how a person applies themselves and then sometimes you just don't know you know even as a parent you raise some kids you just never know what's going on in a person's head you know they could have some type of chemical imbalance mm-hmm. they could have suffered some kind of trauma that you don't really know about or you may not know how much it affected them it, it's so many factors you know so right so you know with the submissive thing you gotta submit you gotta be able to submit to your family submit mm-hmm. to uh, people probably don't want to hear this but when when submission when I say submission toward friends that means just being able to be there for them in their time of need whether it's a converse, nice conversation or just prayer or just I'm thinking about you submission submission is it's one of those words that is a foreign concept on U.S. soil. Mm-hmm. A foreign concept. Because I don't know, like, you guys, like, with me, I I need somebody that's going to feel good to my soul. If you speak to my spirit, then you're good for my soul. So if you're, if you're good for my soul, then I will submit to you. But I can't, and I think a lot of time as women, because I've been one of those women. Um, we meet guys, they just everything appeasing to the eye, right? They look good, they dress good, got a little money here, you know, they just they got it all together on the outer exterior. So then you know, y'all go out, y'all dating, you know, um, you picking up on the vibes, you know, that this man is not for you, but y'all look good together. So you just hang mm-hmm. on in there. You create this whole ideology about how you and this man gonna prosper and how y'all gonna be this man and this woman, this it couple, this Beyonce and Jay-Z, or this Bill and Camilla. You all you 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 create this whole scenario in your head, and the man ain't nothing but boo-boo, cause <laughs> or the woman ain't nothing but boo-boo, mm-hmm. so vice versa, because Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you you date these men and you don't even know that they're married until you do your investigation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The investigation, or you date these women and you wonder why they don't have their kids and they always out in the club and they want you to be that man for them and they want you to take care of their kids, but they got about five or six different kids' fathers and it's like. Somewhere there's a disconnect in the submissive mm-hmm. role. <laughs> yes, wow. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. Thomas, like, do you think now, I'm asking you and Bridget, um, do you now do you think that truly now at this age you're in, at this given moment, God send you someone 
that is everything you ever prayed for would you be able to truly submit to them after let's say you don't been through all kinds of bs with everyone self-doubts you know overthinking over analytical brain do you think you can just truly say okay i'm going to submit to this person without a shadow of a doubt would you question your submissive role with them or would you just submit to them at this point in my life uh yes i have no problem with it but the reason why is uh because i'm I'm, you know, very much connected with God. I spend time with right. God. You, you already know every right. day on the prayer line, five, you know, right. five days of research. So my main source is God. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not pulling, you know, the car before the horse. I'm, I'm keeping what's first in his proper order. So I got the spirit of discernment and I'm able to know, just like when I meet people and I'm able to know very quickly, I think, um, when this is not the person. And I don't drag mm-hmm. things out or even allow the person to catch feelings in that way because we already know how to create a nice healthy distance towards a person that they like us more than we like them but we don't really want to tear them down so i don't entertain what i don't see my future with you know i i i know how to maneuver but i'm only speaking for myself and i'm and only reason because i'm connected to the source so if i meet the white person i would have no problem i'm submitting and and doing everything that's need because i know exactly what i'm looking for and um you know i i know when i found that person but for right now you know it's 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 it's, it's kind of crazy but the the thing i can say to a lot of people the best advice i can give people out here even in relationships if it's not the if, it, if that's not the person let it go Life is too short. You're uh, wasting precious moments, time, connecting or staying connected to a person that's not the one. If you're looking for the one, you are really obscuring your view by entertaining any other because you're going to get blindsided. The, the right person, you might not see them pop up. Why? Because you have every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Joe around yes. you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have so many people in your ear. Absolutely. How will God and God is not going to allow you to mismanage something that He gives you? Ooh, so Bible. It's not about man. You don't give people say you know I'm, I'll pray. People need to stop praying. God is going to give us what we manage. It's all about what you can manage. So if you can't manage your husband, he's not going to give you one. Right. So you got to pray for what you can manage. People want a two-story house, but you don't keep your one-bedroom apartment clean. You're not managing that correctly. You want a better job, but you're not managing the one that you have. You're going with a bad attitude. You're ready to leave before you even get there. You're not even managing what he had, what he has before you, and you're already asking. So God is not going to waste His people on people that's going to mismanage His people. Mm. Bridge. That's a good perspective. So uh, you're asking if I if I met the right person, could I submit? Yeah, I could have yesterday. Absolutely. Um, I try to. I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, but I try to keep my mental health healthy. Um, You know, it's always something going on that you you know in your personal life that's that you you know you're trying to get a handle on is always you know 
just in our day-to-day between our kids and if you have older parents or whatever you know it's always something but you know I try to keep a handle on my mental health um and I make room for I make room for everything everything that's you know conducive to me I, I make room for so yes I could if I met the right person um I try, I think, I don't really have it down to a science, but I do try as I meet individuals and I feel like they have potential, I try to give them my attention, you know, so I can pay attention and be more in tune as to whether, you know, this is the right person or not to, you know, figure it out and keep moving or whatever but I I think I could you know fully submit to the right person if he crossed my path definitely Um, and in the meantime you know I don't know I I think it's just all about you treat people how you feel about yourself you know I try to treat people good and you know and that's just not just with relationships but with you know friendships and everything I try to treat people good if I see that the situation is not working out I keep moving um and we just keep you know we that's how you keep good people in your life and get the bad ones out of your life you know you just keep it moving amen amen to that I am going to be very honest and transparent with you all because I, I'm not going to lie. Because of the things that I've experienced and relationship, if God sent this man to me right now and me being in the state that I am in, I would not be ready to receive him. Because okay. I know, I, I and I know, I said, I would not be ready to receive him because there's still some things that I'm I am working on within me like my trust issues it's hard for me to trust Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i've been broken i've been lied to um i just been through a lot of bs so right now i'm in this stage in the season of my life where i am truly healing and i am healing and god is working for me from within so at this moment and even anyone knows me know that i have a relationship with god i know god i love god but if i'm gonna be honest and i'm standing right here speaking my truth I would not be able to receive him right now because it's still some things that I know and God knows that he needs to work on me to cleanse me I am being cleansed every day but when that time mm-hmm. comes when my spirit knows for a fact that I am truly free and cleansed I will receive him alright but that's honesty and it's transparency and that's just what it is. Because I, I, I know people who marry for the sake of saying I have that title as wife. Mm-hmm. They don't submit to their husbands. They think that submission is just sex, right? <laughs> really? Yeah, they think, they think that submission is just sex. So they don't submit to their husband. And the husband think that paying the bills is mm-hmm. religion. And, and mm-hmm. there is no, it goes back to what Thomas mm-hmm. said about the leadership role. We're going to get into that. What do you feel about two people being married and a home or whatever, 
but there's lack of leadership there's lack of communication there's lack of submission what how do you feel about that right up my alley this is right up my alley now this is about to be real deep real simple okay in my area of expertise when it comes to that that's on mental health honestly uh i'm gonna be blunt you picked the wrong person and i'm gonna right. tell you why absolutely absolutely tell you why. how do you get to a marriage and have these issues see if you wasn't absolutely. wise enough to weed that out in the beginning then you just blindfolded yourself to the fact of the matter these are the things you weed out before marriage Right. You know, you gotta face what we said. We have to face a person character. You have to be in love with a person. Think you got to see the way they handle. It has to kind of coincide with your your perspective. Even if I don't do something like this, you have to be flattered and impressed the way the man handles his business, the way he thinks about things. Even though it's the opposite, it still has to be a flattery. It's a dance. Relationship mm -hmm. is a dance of flattery. So the way they handle things, I can't attach myself to someone like, well, I get frustrated every time. But well, this is not the person for you. Right. Because if this person, the way they take care of their business, the way they move frustrates you and you're attaching yourself to this person, you're you're, you're deceiving yourself. Oh, right. And so, um, and and uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And unfortunately, um, that what you just described that described my first marriage unfortunately hmm. you know and it was I had two beautiful kids um, for the most part we co-parent pretty well um, it had some dysfunction to it but it, overall the kids are good and so that's all that I could ask for but I totally, I totally agree with you. And going forward, I've been married, I've been divorced maybe going on 10 years. Going forward, for me, it's all about who I can connect with. If I can't connect with you, you ain't, you know, it's not going anywhere. If I can't connect with you and we have that mutual, mutual respect, it's nothing there and and that's very hard to find very hard to find i know people seem to find it every day some people find it a lot but i think a true connection that's that doesn't happen that often i agree with you 100 percent. i would I say honestly okay go ahead i'm sorry go ahead thomas uh yeah i agree with her it's like that type of connection only, I feel only gonna have, I mean, we still live, live in life, but I think those type of connections only gonna happen a few times in your lifetime. So right. we gotta, we gotta right. really be aware of those moments and, and and capitalize off those moments. And that's why I, I, I can advise everybody. I mean, me, me, myself, I'm not finna speak for everybody and say how, I don't, I'm not a dictator to tell a person how to live their life. Right. But for me, I don't have a lot of people around me. Mm -hmm. So I can see a woman coming a mile away. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do all that. I don't have women calling me constant this and that. I don't, you know, go a lot of days and do all that. But by me cleaning a pasture, by me having a clear view of things, and I can see, I can see very, very clear. And if if we kind of just stick to ourselves and stop entertaining a lot of people, like she say, moving forward, just stop entertaining 
people that you know is not there. Mm-hmm. When somebody's coming, you'll be able to see and, and do that ballet dance a little bit better and kind of, you know, weed it out a little bit quicker because I think the biggest, the best gift God is discernment. Mm-hmm. You don't really brag and thank God enough for discernment because that's, that, that has saved our lives so many times. It didn't got us away from so many people. It didn't yes, it has. Got, walk, got us out of doors so quick before things didn't turn tragic because our discernment. We felt it. Something ain't right. You know, you leave. Next thing you know, oh man, man, you know what happened soon as you left? Mm-hmm. How, many times, how many times have you even heard this? Man, do right. you know what happened soon you left? Man, that's nothing but God. So we just walk slow and keep it, keep our vision clear and keep a lot of people from around us. I think we have no yeah. problem finding the right person. You know, yes. my thing is with me, I always pray and I say, God, I say, show me everyone in my life, right? And a lot of times you don't want to see the truth, the naked truth about people, but God mm-hmm. shows you exactly who they are. And I always tell anyone, everyone is not meant to go with you on this journey called life. Even much with marriage. I was married before and I knew that my husband at the time was not my soulmate, right? I knew that, but we created three beautiful kids and the dog that he gave to our daughter <laughs> that he should pay dog support for. That's what I feel. He need to be paying dog support for Sparkle. But I knew in um, November 29th, 2013, no, 2003, that that was not my husband god told me to run right i'm in i'm in church i'm uh, we're we're having this wedding and god said run i didn't run i paid because i disobeyed god and i didn't follow the commandments and the covenant that god made with me or with my grandmother i had to endure some things you know i i was one of the that even though i had my own career I still came home, still cooked, still cooked, ironed his clothes, still ran his bath water because that's stuff I like to do. That's not being submissive. That's just something I like to do. I want my husband to feel comfortable and happy when he get home. I want to feel, I want to be my peace as well as I'm his peace. That's part of submission to me is being the peace to your other partner. Mm-hmm. Your partner. That's what I feel. But he wouldn't even much come home. He, he wouldn't come home. Uh, the food would just be out and then he'll come on three or four in the morning and you know anyone know me know that I have a trigger and um, <laughs> been working with me a lot because I changed like two people about controlling your anger issues not wanting to set the house on fire and do none of that left, left eye open stuff because that, that's a trigger I had to come I was like, wait a minute, you as a man, you don't appreciate me clean. You don't appreciate me cooking. You don't appreciate your home. Your home is two little kids. And I work. And you're not appreciating me. He wasn't the right one. He wasn't the right one. He just wasn't the right one. A little bit. Like, uh, and just for the speaking for the men, because you know I gotta speak for the men um, on this one, right? Um, I'm agreeing with y'all. 
I mean, we all know he wasn't the right one. But this is the, and I know women probably not gonna understand it. Just because when, when a woman doing all that, believe it or not, a man can really appreciate um, and, and respect everything a woman's doing for him and around him, but he might not be built for that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he know he still is gonna lust and still gonna cheat and creep, but it doesn't take away from what you're actually doing for him. I right. you know that action may seem like, oh, this you're doing this because I don't appreciate. It's it's not that they're doing this because that's inside of them. That's mm-hmm. that that has nothing to mm-hmm. do with you, and, you, and you're not the blame. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. something you can't do more to make him stop that, and you can't do less to make him stop that. He's gonna do that regardless. Period. You know, I- if it's in you. It's gonna come out of you, and if it's not, it's not. Well, a lot of stuff came out of me in that marriage, like me throwing <laughs> away his four thousand dollar necklace in the trash can, and then watching the dumpster, um, the city truck pick it up. We didn't even stay in the city; we stayed in Missouri City. So when waste management came and picked up the trash, of course he was <laughs> mad because you know I was. Mad. <laughs> I, I I was a hot ass mess back then. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was an angel. No, I was a hot mess. I would cut the time, kick down. You know, I could say, "Listen, boy, I'm a rowdy kick." Sometimes I like my mouth too slick. My mouth was very slick, <laughs> and if you and, and, and I'm I'm still poor. You know, I I grew up around a. Uh, among a diverse of foods, right? And say that you had, you had your crazy foods and you had your damn foods, okay? You just got to put your in category for you. And I, I changed a lot. When he told me, I was the tires. I, all his clothes, I mean, he got so bad everybody to all his expenses. And I know he spent a lot of money on it. I, rocks i filled up the tub threw all his stuff in there and poured bleach on it even your shoes you know mm. he did oh, no. i know i was a mess not the shoes the shoes too i can bleach listen i can cut a tie oh, with a butter knife okay uh, you came a ninja I, with it <laughs> i know i and I'm not glorifying that because God had to humble me in ways to where for me to see my wrong just because I'm something does not mean that you get what they've done not you had in your marriage but I would do all this stuff and he would go out and buy the same thing right over again so here I am man bleach y'all on my nice clothes because I'm bleaching his stuff and he go out and buy the same thing. Yeah, I guess you need a new bottle of bleach, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was was making a joke, so I guess you need another bottle of bleach now. Yeah, and I, you know, I love bleach, but I was like, God, if you get me out of this, God, if you get me out of this marriage, God, I'm glad I haven't I experienced a lot of things but I haven't experienced that you know particular thing you know so yeah, yeah I, my my cousin Erica would tell me 
She had some or my yeah. sister my, I had an incident where my sister called for being sheriff's department on me. My own sister. Because she said that I came up in that house crazy and I was another woman. And I'm like, dang, you know, if this man took me to a level like that, I don't need to be with this man. I knew it wasn't sacred when God said run, but I stayed and I had to endure some stuff. And I was like, what type of woman am I to keep allowing this man to do all this stuff to me and I still stay? When he said he wasn't well, feeling can, his I man. Can, I, I, I can tell you um, when, and, and I can really see it a lot clearer now that I'm older. Okay, so when you have two people and particularly when you have a woman and she reacts like that that man is wrong he is dead wrong and the things that he the things that he's doing he's just wrong he's not being a man I can tell you that I, I can tell you that and I'm not saying that she's okay and, and it's it's um it's acceptable for someone to act out like that but when people are in relationships and like I said particularly women and they get real frustrated that's th- those are the actions of a frustrated woman mm-hmm. and that's just what it is right, right. you know and anytime you see a situation like that whoever the man is if he is 25 or and usually you know when women you know they get to be my age and they in a relationship like that either they're gonna accept what's going on and just kind of create their own mental space or they would have left the guy by by now mm-hmm. but when you see like that that's a woman that's very frustrated with the actions of her man and he's right. doing some stuff that he ought not be doing yeah I and, mean you know, I- and that's unfortunately that's just how it is now what I what I cannot recall witnessing and I don't know maybe Thomas you know he could share some light on this I don't know that if you have a couple and they have things like that going on in the marriage I don't know if they ever can survive all of that and come back together now that I'm not really sure of because I don't really know of too many instances like that. It just, you know, usually it's just a lot of frustration in that relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement with you on that also because that's just evidence. You know, that's just the fruits of toxicity. You're just a talk, you know, you're just the fruits of yes. toxic relationships. So, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really see two toxic people ever coming to a, you know, just, you know, you, you know, some people just not for each other. You know, we just. Sometimes we right. pick the wrong people. It happens to all of us, you know. Right. Nah, I, I haven't seen a relationship recover from from that level of frustration either. Right. No. And it and it, it right. has you know with me. Of course, I've moved on in my life. This was when when I say I did all this. This was when I was in my twenties. You all, I'm 43 now. So of course, I'm not um, busting down doors, kicking down doors, slicing tires and stuff but I will background check a man if I feel like something isn't right and this and I was a hell of a private investigator before social media my <laughs> when I used to call my ex-husband off I think all women are private investigators huh? <laughs> I asked, my I, you know this 
Miss Dorothy, uh, Miss Tori, huh? She's uh, is Tori there? She says, uh, "No, baby, he left hours ago. I don't told him about. He gonna mess around. He gonna lose his home. He gonna lose his wife. He gonna lose his kids because he out here doing wrong." That's all I needed to know. <laughs> oh. I jumped. I would jump up no. in my car. God bless my my gay friend Reginald, aka Raging Soul. We will pop up. And anybody know if you have a gay best friend, <laughs> they got sensors like FBI, CIA, antennas. They be all over the place with it. They will find everything. And that was my best friend. And we rolling up. I'm rolling up. I rolled up on my ex husband. Seen him talking to some chick, him and his cousin. He jumps out the car. Regine was like, I know you're about to act a fool. <laughs> he said, bitch, but please don't get me all worked up over this mess. I got you. I got you. That was the stuff that I was on back then because I did not know how to grasp the concept that this man was right. I didn't. Right. I was trying to be submissive, you know, doing everything I thought that a wife should been doing. You know, it is not a wife job it's, to cook every day. It is not a wife job. But it, it was just, it was just, it was just your level of frustration and your lack of experience. This I That's was crazy. Was, you know, you know <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was just level of frustration. And it just wasn't the right relationship. That's yeah, all. Exactly. It just That's wasn't all. the right relationship. It just wasn't the right, right relationship. Like I say, just it's like we, it's like it's it's simple, but we but we make it complicated. I I don't know why I'm right. You know, I'm I mean I'm I'm part of that. I'm I'm pretty sure we all can raise our hand. You know, but if we we keep right. it just Absolutely. keep it very very simple. You know, and don't overcomplicate it. You know, real, real far. You know, that's why this is a good conversation and stuff. Honestly, I, you know, I like to hear the opinions of two women and you know, see what y'all got to say. You know, it's always yeah. the boss. You know, you know, I, I never want, I never wanted when I had my daughter, I had to change, right? Because I never wanted her to witness her mother being this right. way behind a man. So I had to change and I had to do self growth. And I had to acknowledge my hurt. I had to acknowledge what caused and what caused this hurt was myself. It I caused my own hurt because even though after he showed me over and over again that he wasn't shit, I still stayed. When you still stay into something and after this person showed you a thousand times oh, and you study trying to be submissive to them and this person is constantly showing you that they don't want the whole in the streets and the highways and the freeways, you still stay there. But, but, I, but I'm going to say... But I'm going to tell you first. something. No, but I'm going to tell you something about that. It takes two people to enter a marriage, and it takes two people to break up the marriage. Now, you're faulting yourself, and I, I, I have to say this. You have to be a little more forgiving towards yourself and give yourself a lot more grace. Because, because listen, 
just because you're in a marriage with someone and things and let's just say it really is the other person you know doing the most okay it does not it does not mean that because you're in the relationship that the fault lies with you because you won't leave it's the other person too it's it's I mean you owe it to yourself you know to remove yourself from the situation but that other person they're mistreating you and believe me you know it's it's their fault too you know you can't you know you can't just you know allow all of all of the blame to fall on you it's definitely them because they're the ones causing the um causing the rift in the marriage so it's it's like both people so you just you have to you know and I know you said you have but you just have to give yourself grace because it was just a bad it was just a bad matchup in a bad situation that you all both could have left a lot you know it's not you it's him too well yeah you know and I still say that I had to acknowledge my own self because sometimes we stay in situations too long and I stayed in a situation too long that wasn't right and that's where that growth and maturity comes in I learned from that now but I do, I do, I, I do respect your. Uh, uh, I, I understand where what you were saying. You, you know, you were speaking from an accountability uh, uh, type right. of view, which is, which is very much the seed for healing. So that's out of the situation, you learn. You know, so that mistake won't be made again. So it was oh, really worth no. the doing in the first place and stuff. Because at the end of the day, if we don't learn some that we need to learn at the end of the day we still need to learn it it don't really matter how we learn it you know it might matter to us like personally because you know man this it took a lot for me to learn this or learn that but the lesson has to be learned for the growth to be established so long you learn from the situation at the end of the day sometimes you yeah. can look back and celebrate the situation of course now i just right. laugh I laugh about a lot of stuff. Now I was like, Lord, I was a real fool. Wasn't I, Lord? When I sit down yeah, and I too. think about how far that where I was and where I'm at now, it's a big difference. That maturity level is a big difference. Because the old me, even much with this this last um um relationship, whatever you want to call it, whatever it was, with someone that I've know half my life that I was in love with um, he left me for a girl he didn't tell me I felt it in my, my spirit because we, you know you have this connection or whatever and you when you have a connection and you truly have a connection with that person you feel what they feel and you see what they see you understand when they're moving differently and I would ask and I would ask and I would ask but this person would constantly lie but like I said being the investigator that I am being the prayer warrior that I am God revealed it to me the old me would have pulled up and popped off but the new me laughed and said you know what I hope you're happy yeah because he just wasn't the one was not the one one. and that's so Scooby Doo and Fred Flintstone. <laughs> the, quicker the, the quicker it happened, the better. Like the hey, better, right? Yeah, even better. Like just praise them, praise them right. more. Like hey, you know, because sometimes I mean things happen. 
Because people can wear yeah. a good mask. Yeah, they, I, I mean, that's what I call it. You know, some people wear a good mask. But yeah. if you just sit back and, um, like, my mom, you know, RP to my mom's, you know, one thing she did teach me, like, you sit back and watch people, not in a bad and You'll find out everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. You'll find out everything you need to know. And 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 you if you sit back and listen. <laughs> sit back and listen. That's right. Listen, listen, listen to what they say. Listen li- and listen to what they don't say. Mm, that is so true. That is so true. Thomas? Guess he's having a little technical difficulties. But Bridget, what are your final thoughts on the submissive role in 2022? Um, well for me, um like you said, I mean I wanna I wanna be first submissive to God. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna be submissive to my family and my friends. And you know, if and when I find the right, the right companion to be submissive to him, um, and you know, I think it'll happen. You know, it just takes the right one. Um, I, you know, I, I think submission. I think it's a bad name, but it's actually a good thing. Um, it, it, it was basically instituted by God. Um, and I just wish that people would delve further into it and really completely understand it. Um, and I'm just looking ahead. Thank you so much. Uh, Thomas lost connection on the show, but I would like to thank Bridget and Thomas for coming on, um, doing the show with me. Thank you all. Um, listening audience back by popular demand sex love and cocktails part two when he sprung and can't get enough <laughs> we're gonna talk about it Bridget Carlicia and I and a few more girls and are when she sprung and she can't get enough we're gonna talk about that Ooh. it's coming up it's gonna be juicy very juicy honey very juicy cause we're gonna pour the real tea honey we're gonna tell it like it is but I wanted to do this show because it was so important for people to understand the different perspectives of submission. I will submit only to a man that has submitted to God. Right. Absolutely. If you have submitted, yes, if you have submitted to God and then you submitted to yourself, then I know that you can lead me the right way. Until then, y'all. I thank you. I thank you, my beautiful sister. I look forward to the sex, love, and cocktails. I think I'm going to pour me some Stella Rose when we do this one, child. <laughs> well, well, look, I can't do that because wine makes me sleepy. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but you need, you need some tequila or some vodka or something to get you up because we're right, going to be ready right. for it. But okay, thank well, you so much. Let me know. I'll be ready. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a blessed one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.